Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Wow, uh, Brother Bry dressed to the nines. Is, it, is yeah. tonight the is this the NFL draft? Are you going to get picked? I don't know. <laughs> I know. What is this? I was, What's I going was telling, on? I was telling Joel that before. I was like, I remember the date you got me tickets to a pre-draft party. Um, what year I was did? that? It was uh, oh. Reg, Reggie Bush, that the uh, Vince Young, Matt Leinart year. You got me 1887? tickets. Eighteen eighty-seven. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was wow. like twenty years ago. It was a lot of fun. Well, but yeah, you're ready. You're ready. ready. I, I guess I'm you're ready. expecting tickets more. Just uh, Harry, how we? How are you? We're going to cover the draft. Uh, we're going to cover NBA. We're going to cover NHL. Got a lot. We're going to talk baseball. I went to the Mets game last night. Of course, of course, they lost. Um, Harry, how are you feeling, though? First, before we start all that, you ran the Boston Market Marathon um, <laughs> in solidarity with the Boston Marathon runners. Megan Conley from Megan Fun of Sports did it in under three hours. You did an hour, basically, walking more than an hour. And, and eating. Was it more than an hour? All right. Yep. Um, now she, you know, it's funny. how are you feeling? Uh, I was fine. The thing was and funny. Then, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I, uh, about three in the morning had to go to the bathroom that the next, that night. And my legs were well, pretty sore. I don't sore. want to hear this. Legs were pretty sore. But I'm fine. <laughs> oh, your legs were sore. Oh, yeah. well, that, you know, that could have turned out a lot worse. Parlay kid. He went to the bathroom <laughs> at three in the morning and his legs were sore. That's not bad. Um, no, well, you know, I, I got on a tread. Seriously. I was on a treadmill yesterday yeah. and I set it to two miles an hour. Right. It's almost impossible to walk that slow. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's almost, I don't know how, I mean, that, you can't walk, you guys know I'm a fast walker too, right? Like I yeah, walk, yeah. that's impossible true. for you. I do yeah. know. It's, right. But two miles an hour, it's almost like you have yeah, to like propel tip-toeing. the treadmill. You have to propel the treadmill. Right. Like, there's nothing else really happening. <laughs> well, so the that, other thing that is. Harry, it was is, impressive. It was impressive. First of its kind. First of to, its kind. To walk that slow? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, she, maybe Darren, maybe maybe she, instead of playing uh, quarterback in high school, you should have done uh, track and field yourself. There you go. But Harry, one thing um, Megan took Better you to stats. task about is, did you announce, hold on, we're moving on. Uh, you did not, she, you claimed you burned 530 calories in an hour. That is not, that can't be. And, and I, I, I agree with this. I don't think I don't think you burned five. Did you Who say that? that or did Babyface? Maybe Babyface said it. Babyface had to have said it. I didn't say. Was it. that just a joke, Babyface? Well, yeah, he was, he, but. well listen, I, you were obviously what Harry did was uh, it was a feat of I don't know what not strength or uh, uh-huh. uh, aptitude, but or skill, but it was impressive nonetheless. And I, I don't think we should diminish what he did. It was incredible. And right, but we shouldn't lie about him burning five hundred thirty <laughs> calories when in an hour walk you burn between hundred and hundred and fifty. Look, on when I went to the airport, when I went to the airport, was the moving walkway moving faster than the treadmill? Yes, but yes, okay. we, it was never about. 
quality. Right. This is he did a great job. Yeah. I'm winning. I'm I'm with you. I'm somewhere in between diminishing his uh, feet and um, bald face lying about the 530 calories. Let's, <laughs> let's, we'll keep it right in the middle there. No, good job by you, Harry. I'm uh, glad you uh, bounced nice. back for it. Very nice. Great I job. I did go Funny to the uh, Mets Dodgers yesterday. I thought I might see a no hitter. Kershaw really had really had his stuff there. Um, like one hit through seven. I think Lindor had a hit. He got his 200th win. He's 11 and 0 against the Mets. My wow. God. Yeah, and that's something. 16, 17 starts now, 11 and 0 against the Mets. Time of the game, two hours, 50 minutes. Time in the car, three hours, 15 round trip. I'll take it. I got to be honest. That, that's not bad. Wasn't awful getting out of there. Of course, the two hours getting there, terrible. And speaking of clock, I like the pitch clock. I like it, Parley Kid. It's fast, man. It really is. I mean, Kershaw works fast anyway, but 15 seconds with no one on base. I know you know this anyway, but being at the park, it's like you, I think you appreciate more how, I mean, he was letting it go with eight on the clock. And like I said, two hours, 50 minutes, we'll take it. I don't mind it. How, how do you like it well, so far? What took him so long? Like, I really, what, what took MLB so long to at least institute that? Forget about some of the other nonsense rules they put in between like, you know, extra innings rules and bigger mm-hmm. bases. Forget all that stuff. But what took them so long to just speed up the pitchers a little bit? Like, really, like it, it makes no sense. What, what, like now, like it's, it's been a long time coming. It's good for the game. Uh, it's the best out of all the rule changes they've made. To me, it's by far the best one. Absolutely. And now I, you can notice the bases are noticeably bigger from where I was, but, and stuff like that. But yeah, the pitch clock is great. And it's just, you, know, you say what took them so long. I think we're now at two hours. The average is now, whatever it is, two hours, 35 minutes, two hours, 30 minutes is where we were like in 1993, kind of about 30 years ago. So I think I, I wonder if they thought it would correct itself and it just never did. So they waited 30 years to change it. But uh, I like it. And I got to tell you, I think America is going to lose weight, a lot of weight as a result, because I get now one pull of cotton candy between pitches, not two. So <laughs> Harry, look out for that. Right. Um, that's good. And I also use the clock to my advantage. I got bored. I think I posted on Instagram. I counted down loudly with the pitch count uh, just to annoy the Dodger fans in front of me who were uh, really getting in my face. Um, so I think that might be my thing. My son, Archie did a, a bad job recording it. So then I ended up just recording Harrison doing a very, very loud, uh, pitch count countdown, uh, pitch clock countdown with, uh, my <laughs> godson, Michael. So, uh, that's that. And, uh, well, they'll win today. That's the other thing. Parley kid bet the Mets go bet them right now. I can't do it because they won Monday. I go Tuesday. They lose. They'll definitely win this afternoon. It starts in about a half hour. Um, this will be over by the time everyone's up, but you guys go bet it. I can't because that'll screw everything up, but that's a win. Uh, Scherzer mm. over Syndergaard. Um, let's go NBA. I didn't catch these games. I saw the highlights because I was at the Mets Dodgers, the zigzag work though. Parley kid, all three favorites, one and co- first of all, all three favorites, one and covered. And which is great because the gambling gods took all of our money over the weekend. And so we couldn't load up on what we thought would happen. All three favorites winning and covered even even uh, at least I couldn't, but that would that's your thing, right, Darren? You got you like team loses game one at home, bounce back with them in game two. Suns covered uh, over the Clippers, and uh, what was the other one? I miss it. Oh, Cavs 
You didn't weren't going to touch that because you're beloved Knicks. No, I touched they, it. I oh, bet it. Yeah. I told. Oh, I touched it. it. That was my EP pick of the day yesterday. Was yes. parlayed between the Cavs and the Suns. Mm-hmm. Sal, it's it's the easiest money in all of sports, especially over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Home team NBA loses game one. Yeah, it bounced back oh, like ninety something percent of the time. Game two. Tonight's the true test. Yeah, this is weird because, because have- now I don't know. I've been, you know, uh, I've been too busy to even like check. Uh, but it's also my EP pick of the day. I said, regardless of Giannis's and Morant's status, mm-hmm. that I was still going to roll with uh, putting my money where my mouth is and still roll with the Grizzlies and and Bucks tonight on a parlay and. Uh, it was paying out. Of, uh, my guess, uh, it was paying out a plus uh, one eighty two for that. But I don't know their status right now. I gotta be. I'll be honest. I yeah, haven't even change. had a chance to look into. By it. By the time anyone listens, I think Giannis Bry is doubtful. Um, uh, yeah. For tonight, I mean, yep. it seems then, like there's a good chance he might not play. Right, and then right. That's what I saw. And Ja is a game time decision. Right. I mean, hey, look, whatever. I think they both win. I do think they both win. I think they, yeah. the the home teams get it done tonight. And I think those odds, I'm, I put it in last night at plus 182. I think that could go up once they're officially ruled out. So right. keep that in mind. And uh, whatever, it's typical basketball guys and soft, soft. Uh, uh, in, no, soft no, tissue. I'm not saying they're it's, it's, soft. But what was the term of Morant, no, Morant's injury? It's actually like a soft, soft tissue, tissue injury. Uh, bruise, so, bone bruise, soft tissue. Right, right. We got hand. hockey yeah, players yeah. getting... Uh, you know, dozens of stitches and re- coming back to the same there. game. 75 last oh, night. Uh, that is and, spectacular. And, Let's, and basketball play. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Don't tell me this is not a difference in these sports. Uh, the hockey playoffs are far superior than the NBA playoffs. You could talk to me about Sacramento, Golden State, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. blah. 30. That game, too, wasn't Whoa. even very good. It wasn't good basketball. It wasn't yeah. great basketball. The hockey playoffs are better. If you like both. I, look, basketball fans are going to say basketball is better. Hockey fans are going to say, but if you're like myself and I'm a fan of both, up, mm. hockey's better. There's better product. Unfortunately, you know, here in the United States, it's not I felt that it, way, but I think it's it better. is absolutely what you like. <laughs> right. It really it's a better does. product. You, you tell should. me it's not. Tell me well, if these guys are not tougher athletes in hockey. Yeah, if that's if that's oh, your gauge of what, what what's better, yeah, sure, yeah, that that they're tougher. Yeah, boxers are tougher than the crowds. But, but, the crowds are more intense throughout the game uh, than any of the yeah. basketball games. Even in Sacramento, where it's a great crowd, they they don't compare to most of these hockey crowds. Yeah, they don't. I like it. The game stunk yesterday. The hockey game. So it was five they, one they seven did, three five stay. one and three yeah, one. That, that's but, true. I, I know. But what that, you're that's saying. a typical NBA Monday night. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I like the high. I got the hockey on in the background. I don't care if it's wild stars, and we'll or we'll get to all that. But uh, and like you said, Jets forward Morgan Barron, seventy five stitches in the face and comes back, got stitched up. First of all, how long does it take to stitch? It should take a sounds a like full a lot. Period. Who is this guy doing it? Who's who's the team doctor? That's probably not a good job. You're, you're going to live with a very very bad scars, probably Morgan Barron for like that, a third that's line amazing, guy, right? That's amazing that he came yeah. back. But is that is that safe? Is that smart after 75 stitches? Well, like he had the, the whole he had the cage, right? He was wearing the cage yeah, um, for the rest so. of the game. But uh, yeah, I think they wow. would have. And I'm trying to think. It wasn't a guy. The game wasn't out of hand when it was only two to one after the second period. So he came back. That is a spectacular uh, effort, though. Even 
better than maybe Harry, what you did, uh, burning 530 maybe. calories in an hour on Probably a treadmill. Not, but, but anyway, back to basketball real quick. Um, yeah, that Suns game, they almost didn't cover though, Parlay Kid. They almost didn't. I think it was like a six point lead with three minutes left. A little screwy there. The big news is Scott Foster made it right. It had been, I think, 13 straight playoff games where Chris Paul lost, uh, where Scott Foster was the referee. And now the Suns even it, and it's minus 255. Brian, what if you're Scott Foster? Are you at that point hoping the Suns win? Because this is embarrassing for him. Right. I think so, right? I wonder if yeah. you I wonder if you start thinking the other way, right? You're like, I can't Yeah. Like there's a close call here. I gotta go the other way. I gotta go the Suns way with this one because it's, it's mm-hmm. just it's it just seems too like obvious, right? That's something. It's is, no good. You're gonna right. lose work eventually, right? right. They're gonna be like, no, we you, we can't right. have you, can't you in this game. This is games. now 25 until, games until Chris right. Paul retires. Well, at least the Chris Paul game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's uh, interesting. I'm yeah, surprised and, uh, though. Are you surprised though? The NBA gives him those games just so, just, yeah. just so they don't have to deal with that. Like, Strange. why do they even want to deal with that? It's a story. It's the story of the NBA. Right. Every time he does a Chris Paul game, now <laughs> it will be not as big, but. So 123-109, and he had a big last few minutes, too. I had him for double-double. Boy, I am Nuts. struggling with my double-double picks. He didn't get there. He had, um, <laughs> what did he have? He had eight assists, and uh, yeah. he got the points. He had 16 points. But he had a block shot. He made a shot. He had an assist. He had a big rebound in those last few minutes. So it wasn't a, wasn't a Scott Foster game uh, for sure. The Knicks got smoked. Parley kid, I didn't see uh, a lot of it. Just saw the highlights, but Spider Mitchell really stepped up. It seemed 107-90, and it wasn't even really that close, was it? No, it wasn't that close. I mean, Garland had a big game for uh, yeah Cleveland. Um, I, I'm not surprised. I wish I could say that the that the uh, Knicks would have put up more of a fight, but it just seems to always play out this way. Where win game one on the road, you just it's very hard to carry that momentum over to game two. The other team just comes out. It's, it's a kind of a must-win game for them. So, yeah, uh, yeah. We try to try to parlay some hockey ones tonight too, uh, Oilers, etc. So, yeah. Well, I was looking at the Josh Hart wasn't supposed to play, was he? He no. shouldn't have played. He was done. That's the he thing. Was he was I, I know. I, 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 that's again, Thibodeau. Uh, you you got to question. I mean, it puts Randall back into the game late when they, it's the game was over. Like, I don't know what he was doing with some of that stuff. It's those guys could just use the rest between Randall yeah. Brunson. Like there's no need for them to almost play the, they didn't need to play the fourth quarter. They well, really was a game one hero. And then game two, like I said, questionable or not playing or whatever gets in there for 27 minutes, minus 29. That's not good. Not good. I know people don't go crazy Unheart about the plus like, minus. He's usually yes. a plus. Right, right. So there you go. Uh, Boston handled Atlanta. They were losing for a minute, and then they righted the ship. Atlanta doesn't even really look like a playoff team right now. 119-106, Tatum at 29. Mm. Um, so that, I don't know. Harry, you're you taking Atlanta at 25-1? to one? Down two. Series goes to Georgia. No way. I think I saw a stat that uh, Boston up 2-0 in series, 41-1 and career. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, no Atlanta. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And Draymond was suspended. So, you know, of course I make a money line parlay. Parlay kid, I did it with the I did a version of what you said. So I had the two yesterday, I had the the Suns, I had um Cleveland, and I throw Golden State on there. And that's not until Thursday anyway, of course, because yeah. the NBA has a ridiculous yep. schedule. But that went from seven and a half 
the spread wise to five and a half because Draymond's suspended and because he has a big mouth. And because this is based on, this is mostly, I think, based on his history history, and him and looking into the camera and showboating after he did this and showing no remorse. Right. I mean, this is just, this is an easy call. Yeah. I, think, at this I appreciate point. the guy plays hard, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's got, um, I don't know. I, I, I screw loose when he plays. He just uh, has a hard time. Yeah. Um, c- controlling some of those emotions sometimes when he does, and he claims he's, he's an excellent play. He claims he gets technicals. He knows when he's going to get technicals, and it's um, almost strategic. Uh, but Brian, I, I can't wait to. Does he do a live stream? Does he do a live podcast during this game Thursday? <laughs> what, what does he do? What's he I capable know. of? I know he could do. He could do one. But yeah, it, it's funny. I, I, I get. I get like the outrage in terms of people are like, well, it's a bonus grabbed his leg, but yeah, that's like if somebody grabbed you and then you threw a punch at them, you know, right, like he, of course. He, he, he legit, yeah. I mean, that was a legit stomp regardless of what anybody's regardless of what anybody says. But yeah, I, I mean, he, I, he, I, he got his I leg like him right. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right there. Raise your hand. Refs are going to call a technical on to bonus and you <laughs> move on from that because this team, this golden state team, it's not, he's got to realize it's not good enough to get it done knowing that, that they're now 11 and 32 on the road for the season. Mm. By far the worst record by anybody in the NBA playoffs on the Ugh. road. You need just him to game be able to three. battle Sabonis down in the middle. You can't just have that opportunity or chance that you're going to get thrown out of the game. And then since that point, they scored 23 points in seven minutes and Sacramento went on to win the game. And both games, Golden State didn't get killed. They could have won both games. They needed him in that game. In game two. Well, I got to think that Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Poole, like this inspires them a little bit because I don't know if he's going to be on the Warriors much longer. I mean, he might be he might be a Warrior for like two more games. Yeah, this could be it. So they have to kind of prove that they could do it without him. And I think they can also. And you're right. This is it's so dumb. His response is like, you know, if someone defecates on your lawn you can't throw a grenade at them it's just not and then and they, especially when the nba is looking for you like that so right. anyway that's it. just one game three can i win one money line parlay for god's sakes isn't I, the bet sell uh isn't the bet you said first half right warriors first half tomorrow yeah i guess so i guess well they used yep. to be third quarter and i i tanked on that Whoa, too that stupid way yeah that was big all right so anyway let's get to the three games tonight lakers at memphis i haven't checked the line in a minute i i think it was a pick and 226 and a half and uh, it's now down to 225 and a half Ooh. this is a tough one i have the memphis to win a couple of games first of all we're doing race to 10 tonight right 7 30 yeah. eastern Parley kid Riz picking. and Lakers. Parley kid. No, no, pick. I'm not. I thought Harry was picking. I thought <laughs> it was Harry's pick. No, I, Bro, I lost, lost last four, run with uh, we've Minnesota. We've all lost. We're terrible. We've all lost. We've lost yeah, four. Yeah, let me go back think, to Brian. I think Brian, I just uh, do I'm it. Gonna, I think I'm seeing Grizz minus <sighs> 128, Lakers minus 102. For You're not losing again, Brian. You're going to get the winner. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> Soft oh. tissue bruise. John Morant. By the way, the Knicks and Clippers were first to 10 yesterday. Is that yeah. right? So wow. both teams yeah, that really. lost. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers. Right? I Lakers. Think that, I think, right? The Lakers? Knicks were up like 12 Lakers. four or something like that. He Lakers. said it. Lakers. He said it. Lakers. All right. Yeah. Lakers it's minus 102. Minus 102. Let's do it. Let's just do it. We'll get in there. Lake show. Root a, for yeah, them. Like I said, like the Parley kid is it, saying, it, we'll root for them to get the 10 first and then lose the game. It doesn't matter. I think that's what's going to happen. 10 first okay. and then Grizzly. All Good. right. Good. Now they beat us last week, right? We had 
Minnesota over the Lakers? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that sucks. So, <laughs> all right. See, we're now we're Up trying to zigzag. All right. We'll have someone, Babyface, let's come up with a, a nice uh, trivia question there, Lakers related, and we'll have someone play along with us $50. Of course, it's fictional because we don't ever win these. So um, it's just an imaginary $50. But um, Harry, you start us off the under. What did I say it was? It moved now on you to yeah. 225 and a half. I know you liked it under 226 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go under uh, 240 in game one. We know this, but Lakers had four players with 20 plus points, which included Hachimura and Reeves. I don't see that happening again. And the Grizz looked lost on an offense in game one, especially when Morant. Uh, went out. And if not for a huge effort from Jackson with 31, the Grizz may not have reached a hundred in that game. And I got to say for you guys, Lakers last 17 playoff games, 15 of them have gone under 226. Give me under 226 and a half. And this one's out. All right. So we might take a while to get to the 10. Interesting. Might. It will get to 10 though. Right. You say, I mean, you like it. Under, but it will get we'll get, how about okay. uh, minus one thirty? We, we get to a commercial before we hit. I don't know. Whatever's most painful, I'm sure, uh, is going to happen. All right, Parlay Kid, Jaron Jackson, Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> yeah, I to talk about why that's uh, so annoying to me. But over one yeah. and a half assists, you get a plus number for that, right? Yeah, plus 106, uh, Jackson over one and a half assists. Average one on the year per game. That's not too... Uh, that's not too great, but over his last four games, Sal has gone over this number, including a, a four in his last start. Uh, and a combined... Uh, 11 in his last four games. So he's been averaging about two and a half plus assists over his last four. Um, he's been taking a lot of shots, been, uh, but I think tonight uh, LA does a pretty good job of containing him. Maybe it's got to be a little bit more of a passer. Anyway, I think he goes over this rather easily, you know, gets three or four again okay. uh, and a plus one Oh six. I'll take that plus money right now. Yeah. Take it. Uh, I'm going to go D'Angelo Russell. Over two and a half turnovers at minus 101, practically even mm. there. He had two last game in game one, but in three regular season games against the um, against Memphis, he had 11. So, uh, you know, and he could blow this up. He had six against the Suns a few games ago. So a couple of weeks ago, he had three straight games with more than three. I think they ratchet up the defensive intensity with or without Moran. If it's Tyus Jones or Moran on him. Um, I think uh, this is going to be a stronger Memphis team, like I said, at least defensively. Give me D'Angelo Russell over two and a half turnovers. Now, the second game, Miami at Milwaukee. Something happened here. It went from six to eight, Bri, uh, 219 to 220 and a half. Maybe there's some rumblings that Giannis is going to yeah. play. He has these back contusions. Um, but uh, you're thinking, I was looking at this too. Lopez has to have a bigger game, probably either way, picking up the slack. Yeah, I'm going to take Lopez over 15 and a half. And, and like, you know, what you were just saying, yeah, more and more, I, I feel like they are wrong with who are playing in these games. It looks like, mm. you know, they more and more, it seems like he's not playing, but it seems like, yeah, maybe he will. I mean, that's just how it goes. That's like Hart the other night. But right. um, if Giannis can't go, you know, or even if he can, the Bucks need a role player to step up for them. Uh, Lopez had the best season of his career with the Bucks. Actually, when you look at his numbers, uh, in game one, his three-point shot wasn't falling. He was over three, so he wasn't aggressive offensively in that game at all. But prior to game one, he had scored twenty or more in five of his last regular five of his last six regular season games. Mm -hmm. I think this is a game. You know, again, uh, I think he's the the role player that steps up here. I think he makes two to three three pointers in this game and goes over fifteen and a half points. 
All right. Uh, Parlay Kid, Drew Holiday. Uh, you, uh, we all have big games for Milwaukee here. So you have them yeah, over eight and a half. Yeah, going in assists. the assist column again uh, with Drew Holiday here. Uh, over eight and a half assists at minus 125. He's been an assist machine uh, in his last three games uh, that he's played, especially in game one, six, dished out 16 assists. Uh, and his two prior games, uh, regular season games, 15 and 10. So he's gone three straight games in double figures um, at uh, over eight and a half doable. He's going to have to play an excellent all around game tonight for the Bucks to be in contention, especially if Giannis isn't playing. Uh, but if he is, that's bonus for holiday too. I think he's a distributor and scorer tonight. I could see him really being, a, you talk about double doubles. This guy, this might be the guy that goes for the double double tonight. Interesting. All right. Well, I've not had good luck at all betting the double-double, so I'm going against a double-double, and I know it's a, a big price nice. here, minus 137 for Bam Adebayo. Uh, he averages 20 and 9.2, yeah. so it's sometimes close, but I, uh, he doesn't get there for the most part. Four games in a row without posting a double-double, and two of them hmm. he had three and four rebounds, so really you didn't have to sweat at all. In fact, 19 of the last 24, he hasn't posted a double-double. So I feel like the numbers are there for me, even at minus 137. Bam is a no for a double-double in that Milwaukee-Miami yeah. game. I, I need like a win. It. I need a win. I got Milwaukee all over the freaking place, that stu- stupidly. <laughs> what were they even to win the when – the, what are they now to win the series? And what were they, Brian? I can't even remember. Uh, what were they – I mean, I can look now what they are. Now they're still favored, obviously, at – Minus 300. Yeah, they were what? Were they minus mm-hmm. 700? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or yeah no, I, I think or it was even more. Higher? Were they eight I or, think yeah. it was more, yeah. Eight or nine, yeah. But so if you go, did we talk about this yesterday? If you went Bucks Suns, prohibitive favorites, a few days ago, you're at minus 126 mm. for them to finish those series. And then, you know, whatever. You could add the Celtics or something, too, to get it. And Nuggets, if you want to get it closer to even. Uh, all right, so that's game two on the slate. Game three, Minnesota at Denver. Um, this is eight and 223 and a half, I believe. Let's see. Let's see if it's changed at all. These, these numbers are changing, although no key injuries there. Eight and a half, 222 is the most updated number. You know what? I'm going to go T-Wolves here. I'm actually waiting for one of these road teams who didn't show up in game one to rebound, to actually rebound. Didn't happen with the Hawks. Didn't happen with the Nets. Um, and again, Minnesota looked pretty bad most of the game when they scored 80. Ant with 18. Carl Anthony Towns with 11. Gobert was really bad defensively. defensively. But I think he and the T-Wolves recover. They split the regular season 2-2. In those games, they held Jokic to eight points a game in three of those matchups. Um and the T-Wolves had a few days off. Don't forget, they had a quick turnaround after two play-in games and then traveled to Denver. I think they keep this close. Nuggets win 115-112, but give me the eight points. They're the one team that goes there and keeps it close, even though I think Denver goes up 2-0. Harry, you like Jokic uh, over points, though. Yeah, over 22-and-a-half. Obviously, uh, in game one, uh, Minnesota didn't show up, so Jokic uh, didn't have to do much in game one. Plenty of rest for him uh, heading into game two. Before game one versus Minnesota, though, in 11 straight playoff games, he had scored 22 points or more. He has a nice game tonight, and he goes over 22 and a half. And that is low for an MVP hmm. candidate, right? 22 yeah. and a half at this yeah, point in the weird, season. 11 weird straight. Number. 
I mean, you get Giannis at a 34, 35, always, always this time of yeah. year. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, Bruce Brown, brother Bry. Two yeah. BBs. Yep. Bruce Brown, over 10 and a half points. You know, I always really liked Brown when he was on the net. See, you know, he always plays hard, brought a ton of energy uh, to the team. Uh, but he's been a nice piece off the bench for the Nuggets. So in game one, he had 14 points. He scored 11 or more in nine of his last 10 games. In those 10 games, he's averaging 16.4 points per game. He's one of those guys when he comes in, just never afraid to shoot it. He'll shoot the ball plenty when he comes in. So I'm going to take the over 10 and a half. All right. The one thing that, you know, they're giving awards every day. I kind of like the way they do this, um, the NBA. Get, get them out of the way in the first round. So they gave Defensive Player of the Year to Jaron Jackson. Yesterday, De'Aaron Fox won the Jerry West Clutch Player of the Year. And so yeah. I think in Jerry West fashion, he now has to take that trophy and just smash it, right? Bring it in his office and just smash it to pieces. Um, what We've tried to figure out what this was. You couldn't bet on clutch player of the year, right? He earned 91 out of 100 possible first place votes and 460 out of a possible 500 total points. Do, do you guys know what clutch points are? Harry, do you know what clutch points are? Enough of these stupid, what are these stupid awards? Stupid. <laughs> what well, are these, Darren? Stu- if they're not going to let us bet on it, it's stupid. That's for sure. I agree. What are these, D? I mean, just uh, Do you really want just an answer? I think he really up. wants an answer. I think he needs an answer. Well, so, but do you know what clutch point, what honestly, what clutch points are? Like, there's a definition for it. I mean, Does I anyone guess, know? I, I looked it's it up. It's got to be. It's probably something the last, last two the minutes of the game. And the game is within 10 points. the team ahead with less than, like, two minutes left in the game or something like that. All right, you're all. Uh, I don't know. You were talking at the same time, so I don't know. I Sorry. think I think it's um, it's the game within five points with five minutes or fewer remaining. Okay, that isn't really clutch, though, right? And so I also don't know. Do you just have to get to? All right, it's under. It's five with five minutes left, so any scoring is considered clutch. Or if they go up eleven with three minutes left, are you still oh, in that right. clutch zone? Like I don't know. I don't know where it is, oh. but he led. He led the NBA with 194 clutch points, so he automatically mm. wins. I don't know. I think we need more clarity on. Do you know this babyface? Do you have a you have a line on this? No, this sounds like an MTV Rock and Jock thing. Like if it's a cl- right. like clutch time, but I mean Harry is yeah, right. big in crunch time, right. Nestle crunch time. But <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't. Harry yeah, doesn't Harry believe in clutch. He doesn't believe in clutch because he doesn't like Derek Jeter. So this would be uh, if, if that's you true. can't even win the award if you're on the Hornets. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Well, they're out of the league. They've been relegated. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's he's, clutch. He's going to be on crutch crutches time. That should be a word like if, <laughs> right. the players that are soft, like PK thing. Yeah, this is <laughs> the best on screen kiss oh, award, basically. <laughs> I think the, the, the equivalent of the uh, Rock and Jock and MTV awards. All right, let's take a quick break. Give Caesar some love. And we'll be right back with some hockey talk. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. 
Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, NHL back in action. So they had the four games Monday, right, to open the playoff slate, and they do it nice. They give the guys a break. They do the other four games, and now we're back Wednesday, and they have the four Monday games back. Uh, we'll go over them in a second. I will say six of the eight road teams have won so far. Um, not uncharacteristic of hockey playoffs, but it's interesting to – to keep an eye on the Rangers smothered the devils five, one they're minus one ninety for the series. Good job by you. Eddie spaghetti. Didn't have to sweat that too much. Mm. Right. Should we be parlaying that with something Rangers? I mean, they might just be too experienced. In I mean, these I, playoffs put, a, for the I devils. put a lot on the Rangers to win the series. So to win before, the whole series. Yeah. And, uh, and so before, now, yeah. and that was like a pick them, right? And now yeah, they, they were plus? like, plus, they were like plus one Oh, plus one Oh five. That's what was my pick uh, on the pod. Yeah. Right, that's right. But so even even minus one ninety is. I guess they can't make it minus three hundred. Well, they, the, they're factoring in that the Devils were like the best team on the road too, right? In terms of they were a better road team than home team. Uh, so they definitely, yeah, five they're definitely one is not a good, not but a yeah, good that, showing. Yeah, I mean no. Shesterkin was so good too. So right, um, that um, can't be good for the Devils. Lightning beat the Leafs. This looks like just another <laughs> just miserable miserable ending for the Leafs. Tampa Bay now minus 135 to win that series. Jets clobber the Knights 5-1. to one. Winnipeg's minus 125. We talked about Morgan Barron's heroics. 75 stitches came back. And yep. the Kraken upset the defending champ Abs 3-1. to one. Yep. And this is what's strange to me. The Abs are only one, minus 120 to win this series now. I mean, you don't want to be down a game, but minus 120 for the defending champs against the Kraken? Is this really going to happen, Harry? Maybe. Look, more than that. Seattle winning the game is impressive, but Holding Colorado to one goal. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Last Very night impressive. was weird. Definitely weird. All right. So we'll uh, jump to the slate tonight. The Islanders. Oh, Mikey Meatballs, Brother Bry, Parlay Kid. Islanders are plus 143 at the Hurricanes. Game two. They dropped game one. Uh, Bry, you're not you're not touching this, but you like the under. You like good goaltending here. Yeah, I'm taking the under five and a half. I did that the other day. I said on Monday when I did this, when I talked about this series, I said every game's going to be 2-1 or 3-2. We got the 2-1 in game one. Uh, Sorokin will continue to keep the Islanders in games. He was awesome in game one. I mean, that second goal he gave up, but nobody was stopping it. Um, mm-hmm. But these two continue to be the be- two of the best under teams in the NHL this season. 
The Hurricanes are the second best under team going. Th- uh, they're they're 34. Well, this is 46, mm. 34 and three. And then the Islanders are 43, 35 and five to the wow. under. Uh, so I'd yeah. expect mm-hmm. more of the same, a defensive battle. And the, when we, what we saw the Islanders the other day, they played well offensively for about five minutes of that game, five of the 60 minutes they played well offensively. Mm. So I don't, I don't expect uh, that's going to change too much. They're going to have to get a little bit of lucky. Sorokin's going to have to be awesome. So I'm going to say again, this is another All right. two, one, three, one game tonight. Get a nice price on the Islanders to win that series, plus 260 if they can come back, mm. even things up tonight. Uh, Boston Bruins, greatest team in hockey history. Home, I don't know, the whole team was supposed to be sick for game one, so it looked like they handled business against the Panthers. They're minus 220, plus 180 uh, is Florida, if you like the underdog to pull it off. Harry, you're not, you don't think they're screwing around. You like them giving the goal and a half. Goal and a half, Sal, and you get plus 110 here. The record-breaking Bruins. They won game one by two goals. This team is a machine. Boston is 16 and one overall in the last 17 games. And it's really their defense more than the offense that's led the way in those 17 games. Boston gave up more than three goals in those 17 games just once. David Pasternak, Brad Marchand are studs. Pasternak third in the league and total points and Marchant 14 of his last 18 playoff games has at least one point Boston just to win by two and you get plus money. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got lost because I saw that they're only minus 700 to advance. You know me when I see only minus 700. <laughs> now I'm going to have to find six things to put that way. Well, you put that with the Rangers. What yeah, else? You I got? guess so. I guess so. Might as well. <laughs> um, all right. Stars are home. They dropped the uh, first game. They're one of the home teams to lose. They're minus 160 plus 135 for uh, Minnesota. Wild. Uh, this is my, I, I picked the wild for the series and that went to a double overtime. Very exciting game. Um, two even teams battled to even. I mentioned during the regular season, two to two, and actually both wild wins were in a shootout. So I'm taking the draw here. I mean, there it's as even as it gets for these two teams and you can get almost three to one plus two ninety five. Like I said, double overtime the other night, stingy defenses and goaltending. Philippe Gustafson will uh, probably start for Minnesota. Stars uh, have Jake Ottinger. Both goaltenders excellent. Gustafson stopped 51 of 53. Ottinger 45 of 48. Just sit back and hope for a close game. Send it to OT. Collect three to one on the mini Dallas series right there. Uh, Parley kid, LA at Edmonton. That was an exciting game. Edmonton also a home team that lost. They're now minus 240 in game two over the Kings. Kings plus 196. You like this is a bounce back game, you're saying? Yeah, so well, I'm doing the same thing in hockey that I did in the NBA. It doesn't always play out like that in hockey, right. but I am take basically uh, not for this pick. Right? I'm going with Edmonton minus one and a half to mm-hmm. bounce back. I think Dave, uh, our pal Dave uh, Damashek, made a really good point about the pressure. Which you know, I know you. I like to bring that that up. Sure. The the pressure, but the pressure between you know on the Bruins to really finish off a great season, the pressure yeah. that's on the Rangers after uh, the moves they made at the deadline. Uh, uh, and the pressure on the Edmonton Oilers, Sal. They, this team has to get it done. They mm-hmm. got to advance. Uh, they got to start winning. We got the premier players in the league. Connor McDavid is uh, the superstar of all superstars uh, mm-hmm. uh, on this Edmonton team and in the in the NHL. Um, I think they bounce back in a big way. I mean, they they were controlling that game the other night. Uh, I go to sleep. Uh, I was shocked to learn. 
that Edmonton had lost. I think they they win this game like six to two tonight in a big way. But but my other point, Sal, let's just bet all put parlay all the hockey, the home teams that Oof. lost game one to win game two. There's yeah. six of them. Uh, plus yeah. uh, 15 to one. 15 wow. to one. Then if you even want to sprinkle the two NBA teams tonight <laughs> on that, you get 38 to one for all eight teams Has to win. Has that ever just happened? Just to have hockey? some fun. Put 10 bucks on it. Okay. Put all right. 10 bucks. Right, I think I got 10 bucks. I got to look. Yeah. I, might, I might still have 10 bucks left. Uh, That's for, all I'm for saying. Do it. Do well, first it. of all, Mikey, Me- Mikey Meatballs thinks you're soft for falling asleep and maybe blames you uh, for the Edmonton um, losing the lead there. But uh, yeah, I, you know they they really just gotta they really just gotta put teams away. They had a two man advantage. I know they came out with a goal, but really if they go up like four to one in that situation, I don't think the Kings are uh, sticking around. But yeah, that's a fun one. All right, this is a fun four games in the NHL. We'll, we'll be right back. Bah, bah, bah. We are nine, no, eight days away from the NFL draft, and we got some picks for you. We're right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, NFL draft. Like I said, eight days away. This has really <laughs> snuck up on us. I'm going to take the sexiest prop. First of all, let me first say, and we talked about this before the, the podcast, it's the most nonsensical thing, predicting draft boards and then even after they're drafted, predicting if they're these players are good. I think something like 31% of all round one players sign a second contract, like 31%. And it's not even like, well, it's the second half of that round. Where get, no, it's pretty much 31% in the first 10, second 10, third 10. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so everyone's full of crap is what I'm saying. And so am I. But one thing I'm going by is quarterbacks draft in the first round. I'm going under four and a half. You can get it at minus 120. I think this number could be three at most four. Don't forget, it was about the same number last year and Pickett went 20th. And then we didn't see another one until, who was it, Bry Ritter at 74? Ritter was yeah. second, right? Yeah. And then, you know, teams didn't love Malik Willis nearly as much as was once thought. He went in the 80s, right? Uh, where would Willis go in this draft? He would probably be a first rounder, right? He'd probably be one of the uh, first two that they're talking about, right? Late, late, late. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm saying if he hadn't played last year. Oh, right. If he came out this year, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if he came we, out if, this year, if we didn't know he sucked. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> so you, you got to think, you know. So I don't think they love Anthony Richardson as much as we're hearing. And so even if it's Young, Stroud, Richardson, Levis goes to the the Bucks. Like, I don't know. You're still banking on a team taking a chance on Hendon Hooker. And I think whatever team that is, you could grab them in the second round. I'm seeing the Seahawks maybe in the second. I'm seeing Rams maybe in the third. I think this number is good at four. Go under four and a half quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Uh, Parley kid, we went to our team, Dallas Cowboys, defensive. Everybody's talking B. John Robinson. Oh, my God, they should get him. It's, uh, it's the missing piece. 
I don't I, love I don't that, know. I, what they're doing with the running plus, backs plus anyway. Five, so. Plus 550. You know how I feel yeah. about taking a running back in the first round. Yeah. Um, so many of these good teams uh, in the NFL uh, are not doing that. So I'd like to see the Cowboys stay away from that. Look, if if um, if you have him on your board, I guess, is one of the top players at that point. But I don't know, Pollard, uh, hopefully he's healthy. And we could, I think we could always get somebody to fill in. But well, the only I'm thing I, I don't want the I don't want the Eagles getting them right. So and and. I'm with you. I'm like, well, you don't want a first round or what a running back. But if we're going to screw the first round pickup anyway, um, I don't think the Eagles are going to beat us because they draft Robinson. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think that. I don't think any team. It's putting. I didn't put the Steelers over the the uh, the hump with Najee Harris, right? So I I just feel like look didn't put the Cowboys over the hump with Elliott. Elliott was Uh very productive for for many years. So. Right. Uh, I, I it doesn't really do it for me. I think the Cowboys are going to continue early in the draft to load up on defense, mm-hmm. especially in, with the interior defensive line. So we know they got some great edge rushers with yeah. Mark uh, Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence uh, as well. Uh, they need some more pressure up the middle from their D tackles. Quinn loves to stunt. They need athletic guys. A guy that comes to mind is a guy like Kalijah Cansey yeah. uh, from the University of Pittsburgh. He's athletic. He's big. He's an interior type of guy that would fit great into Dan Quinn's stunting style inside. If they can get a little bit better inside there on their defense, boy, boy, it helps the linebackers out, and it's going to make that defense one of the – maybe the, uh, they were top last year, but – uh, top three in the NFL this year. If they can get some interior pass rush. Yeah, there's a so Clemson take, guy. Let's take Brian defensive lineman at plus 210. All right. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at all I'm doing is looking at draft boards now. And they have Jalen Hyatt, this wide receiver for Tennessee. I, yeah, stay away from that. I wouldn't mind. Load up on the D-line. Always a, always a good move. All right, brother Bry, Joey Porter Jr. It's a fun yeah. one. Yeah, um, under 19 and a half. I know you got to lay minus 150 here, uh, but it seems like the top two cornerbacks, Gonzalez and Witherspoon, there's a good shot that both of them go in the top 10. If that's the case, I, I think mm-hmm. Porter's not that far behind. I could even see I could even see the Raiders trade, and Raiders need a cornerback. I could see them trading back and maybe grabbing a Porter here, but Porter, big physical corners, like 6'3", obviously the pedigree with his father being a great pro. But the thing right. is, look, I haven't seen any mock draft for months now that's had him over 19 and a half. I yeah. feel like he's he's always anywhere from 10 to 16, 17. Um, right. And I think the Steelers are they're what, 17 too. So I could, you know, potentially him going to the Steelers. Steelers there as 17, well. Washington 16. I've seen him jump in there. Uh, yeah, a bunch. no, it's I a, think there's gonna be a bunch of teams that yeah, like I say, he's gonna be he's gonna be a good pro, I think. So um, yeah, 19 and a half, I just thought was it was a high, hmm. high, high line for him. All right. Harry, uh, huge, huge Minnesota Vikings fans. He's all over the blogs. He's all <laughs> oh over, you know, gosh. anything video. So <laughs> if he says if he says Minnesota's first selection is going to be a wide receiver at plus 190, I believe him. He's muted. Oh, he you're muted, muted Harry. Good. It might be better off. Go ahead. Harry. Right, Jump in there. The better yeah. choice. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened there. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, plus 190 wide receiver. <laughs> now, defensive back, they need they need help there, too which is also the favorite plus plus one ninety, but um, 
like I said, need help in secondary, but I feel wide receivers the way they'll go. Thielen uh, is a Panther now after nine seasons in Minnesota. After Jefferson, the Vikings are thin at wide receiver and need a viable threat to protect Jefferson. Jalen Naylor is entering the second season from Michigan State. He had just nine catches last year. I've mentioned on numerous hmm. pods before, Jalen Rager sucks, and I still say that. He's terrible, <laughs> but he's still oh. on the roster. And KJ Osborne has been a decent uh, wide receiver for the Vikings in two seasons in Minneapolis, hmm. but really kind of a deep threat guy. Uh, I think they need someone who goes underneath the coverage, like Thielen did for the hmm. Vikings. They picked 24th, maybe a guy like Jordan Addison out of USC, Quentin Johnson, uh, TCU, who's like yep. six foot three, uh, is a guy that could do that. Vikings wide receiver at plus 190, first pick. I think what happened, Brian? Wasn't it supposed to be like a weak draft for wide receivers, for first round wide receivers? Now I see like in a lot of these mocks, there's like, there was supposed to be more tight ends draft in the first round than there were wide receivers. Now every mock has five wide receivers. I think people just get bored. And yeah. they, it's I mean, kind of like when you're, yeah. you're picking a fantasy team, it's like, ah. Uh, I want to wait on a quarterback, but um, boy, Aaron Rodgers is right there in the sixth round for me, and I feel like I'm good, right? Like, I, right. You know, that, that's what everyone does yeah. with these drafts. I, I mean, you know? I think that I think the receivers are still very good. I think they just thought people could get these guys in like the second round. But yeah, the yeah. Addisons of the world and Jacob Flowers, those guys are all all mm-hmm. gonna be first round picks. Maybe probably right. a bunch more. Yeah. All right, there you go. We'll be doing more draft uh, stuff. Um, Thursday night, and we're gonna do it uh, all, all throughout next week. And I think we have who do we have uh, coming on? We have Daniel Jeremiah coming on Monday, Babyface. We do, we do. We have Daniel nice. Jeremiah nice. on Monday, and uh, tomorrow is four twenty, I think. Harry, right? Hello. Oh yeah, are you gonna big... be able to join us, Harry? You're gonna be all right. We do it. We do a night <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Babyface, okay. how many how many calories did Harry burn this uh, podcast? Uh, just sitting there on mute. He burned something. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I don't know. He's, 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 I, I spent 48 hours with him. I really hey. think he's in the best shape of his life. By the way, and, uh, by the way, just to mention, forgot to mention, going for five wins in a row on extra points uh, tonight. All right. Extra points.com. Uh, these guys pick games every day. Harry going for five in a row. Join us for race to 10, 730 Eastern Memphis and the Lakers. Brian, we are going with the Lakers. Lakers. Screwed us last week. You can be damn sure they're going to screw us again tonight. (laughs) Uh, Play along. Watch 730 night Eastern. Uh, That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.